0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 73 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and I am joined by my super gay host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Hey,
1: what's going on? Nothing. How are you, bitch? Oh, I'm great. I'm super gay.
0: So we have a lot to celebrate because we are recording this show on Oscar night. Well, in the afternoon, because we're not going to miss the Oscars. I
1: know, because when you, when you hear this, you will have already known who won. And we still are in the dark.
0: We are in the dark. Maybe we'll end our show with our official predictions. All right. Okay, something to look forward to. Um, but it's Oscar day, so I just wanna, I, I, I just want to talk about gay things. So today we're going to celebrate... Gay things in comics Gay, gay, and movies gay and TV. We'll do that soon But first, a little game Evil Jeff, would you like to play a game with me? Of course I'd like to play a game with you What game do you like have in mind? Do. Um, I want to play a game called Two Nuts <laughs> No I want to play a game called Two People Two People Alright, so Evil Jeff and I hate, hate, hate non-superpowered characters in comics. We feel they get in the way, they're cannon fodder. We don't like them, the people without powers.
1: But we love, love, love when people try to be like, all right, who would win in a fight? Batman or Spider-Man?
0: Who would win in a fight? The Flash or Wonder Woman?
1: Yeah, all that gay stuff. And we thought, hey, you know who gets left out of that in the comic book world? Non-superhero people
0: The dumb humans with no powers
1: They deserve fights too So today we are in Who would win in a fight The non-superpowered edition
0: So we're trying to pit Non-superpowered counterparts Against one another And Evil Jeff, let's discuss our first round Okay, round round, one Non-interesting, non-powered comic book (sighs) characters Round one Lois Lane versus Pepper Potts. Who would win in a street fight?
1: Okay, now, first of all, is this, are we going by movie versions or just comic book versions?
0: Let's go by movie versions. So, Lois, pa- Lois
1: Lane? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow versus Amy Adams? Yeah. See, that's where it's different, because I feel if it was in the comic book world, because Lois Lane is like a no-nonsense street reporter...
0: She's so no-nonsense.
1: I feel she would win in a fight, but uh, Pepper Potts' Gwyneth Paltrow is evil incarnate. So I feel if it was Gwyneth Paltrow versus Amy Adams, Gwyneth Paltrow would use some secret goop thing and then win the fight.
0: I would say, though, that the Margot Kidder (laughs) Lois Lane would win if we went with her. Yes, yes. Okay, round two. So we're agreeing it's probably it's let's just say it's Lois Lane.
1: Isn't Margot Kidder dead? Yes. Didn't she go crazy and like become homeless and stuff?
0: Yeah, they found her in a bush. Yeah. Someone found her in a bush raving. Oh about it. god. Very sad. Who's yes. got you? <laughs> you got me! Who's got you? <laughs> anyway. All right, round two. Um, let's take two. Speaking of reporters, speaking of journalist types, let's take two male journalists with no powers and therefore they're stupid. Ben Urich from the Marvel Universe versus Jimmy Olsen from DC.
1: Um, well, it's tricky because isn't Ben, how old is Ben?
0: He's pretty fucking old.
1: Yeah. So I think if we just go by age, Jimmy Olsen's probably scrappier but I feel Ben is more of a, like, badass.
0: Yeah, Ben's probably been in a, an actual street fight before yeah. Jimmy Olsen hasn't.
1: Yeah. So if it was a thing where if it was, like, up to, like, if they were, like, running a lot, then maybe he could tire Ben out and win. But overall, I think Ben would win.
0: What do okay. you think? I am going to go with Ben Yurik on that one. Okay. I think he's going to... He, You know, he'd put down his whiskey, roll up his sleeves, and give Jimmy the old one-two. Yeah. He'd box his ears.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Oh, this one's obvious. Jarvis versus Alfred.
1: Jarvis versus Alfred.
0: I've seen them both throw down. I mean, like, they're both handy with an umbrella. Yeah. Like, to beat people with.
1: But... I, yeah, I honestly feel they're so evenly matched. I think I'd have to put it down to, uh, shit. Um, I think I'd have to give it to Alfred.
0: I think so too. I think Alfred takes it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, he, he serves the world's best fighter. Yeah. Very good. Um, this one, this one could get ugly. This one, oof. Bloody. (laughs) Aunt May... You okay? Yes, sorry. Aunt May versus Ma Kent, Superman's mom. And which version... I was going to say, which version is this? If it's Lily Tomlin's Spider-Verse, Aunt May, she beats everybody. Like, (laughs) put her up against Captain America, and she beats him.
1: Well, also, if it's, like, Marissa Tomei... Versus, wait, who was the one? Remember, it was the guy from Dukes of in, in Smallville? Yeah. Who was Anetto the what Tool. was her name? Annette O'Toole from the IT movies. Yep, yep, uh, yep. There's so many different versions. And who was the mom in uh, Was it Diane Lane? Yes. In the latest Superman movie. Yep. Or Marissa Tomei or Sally Field.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go with what's her name from the Sam Raimi. Aunt May it's it's the Sam Raimi Aunt May Rosemary Harris okay so the old old lady Rosemary Harris versus Diane Lane <laughs> I think we're gonna have to give
1: it to Ma Kent on this one just from yeah, uh just from I think, from, I think like, osteoporosis has wreaked its havoc and uh and there's uh, no winning a fight she literally would just have to like flick her arm and then the fight would be over
0: All right, up next in the Battle of the Boring Humans, let's go for boyfriends. Let's pick some gay boyfriends. Um, Who would win in a fight between Kyle, Northstar's boyfriend, uh, husband, and Judah, Iceman's ex-boyfriend? Well, the fact that
1: Judah got taken down by Dakin so quickly.
0: Like, real quick.
1: Like, real quick. I feel like Kyle, at least, uh, I feel like he'd be a little bit scrappier. Is Kyle from I Canada, think, too, though?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: See, if he's from Canada, then I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kyle. I think Kyle would Kyle, be cool, yeah. but... All right. He'd be hot,
1: though. Yeah. To, to watch the shirts would get ripped off. And then Ooh. North Star and Iceman walk in, and they're like, what are you doing?
0: Our final one. Two complete counterparts from Marvel over to DC ultimate human supporting character Steve Trevor versus his counterpart in the Marvel universe <laughs> Stevie Hunter <laughs> former um, dance teacher current congresswoman
1: I feel that this I feel like everyone would easily say oh well uh, Steve Trevor is a fighter and a, and a soldier where Stevie Hunter is only a dancer and a congresswoman now. Yes. Uh, But I feel it would go in a lot of the ways where, um, I feel it would go to uh, the the way Storm and Cyclops, when they battled for leader and Storm won with no powers. I think the same thing would happen, and here's why. Oh, yeah. I feel Steve Trevor is like a go and guns a blazing kind of guy. Like to play off of the Wonder Woman character, he's always like, Mrah, "I'm a man," Mrah. and I feel like he would just go in guns a blazing, and then Stevie Hunter would uh, basically like run and then like hide behind a door and then like hit him over the head with something and then just win.
0: Yeah, or like she like go into it like a pot of beret and then like kick him <laughs> in the face. I love it when a pot of
1: beret, <laughs> uh, kickball change, kickball change, kick in the face. Yeah,
0: I also I think, think she that, would win. Yeah, I think she'd win, and I think she actually would win in a battle royal of all those characters. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to Stevie Hunter, our Yay. most badass, non superpowered, boring, human supporting character.
1: Yay! Who needs to be play who should play Stevie Hunter? Ooh. If she was brought into the Marvel universe. So that means people that are already like no Black Panther actors because they're already in the Marvel universe.
0: Yeah. Um, I like Mia Regina Hall. I love Regina, <gasps> Regina Hall. I Hall. See her and
1: stuff. That's perfect. All right, done.
0: <laughs> Love her.
1: Um, okay, we did it.
0: Great! Yay! And that concludes gay stuff.
1: That. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Gay-, <laughs> that. <laughs> gay stuff
0: is happening all over the place. All over the place. Gay yeah. things is happening. Much like my bedroom, there is gay stuff sticking all over the place.
1: Um, gay stuff. I've been I've been watching Umbrella Academy.
0: Did you watch the whole thing?
1: I have the... I have not watched... I have the
0: last episode to watch. I have finished it. Um, did you like it? I did. I do think they took something that was deliciously quirky and kind of made it a little bit more vanilla than I was expecting. Is, is kind of how I feel.
1: Um, are you talking about over the whole thing or in the finale?
0: Over the whole thing.
1: Um, are you talking about how it used to be in a world where JFK didn't die?
0: Uh yeah, isn't that what the second book is about? Volume two, the comic. Yeah,
1: Dallas. but but in the in the but that was a thing in the first book. It was like brought up, like how right, this right, right, is right. like a weird alternative world, and yes, it takes and place in the seventies.
0: They do have number five bailing on shooting JFK in the series. Yeah. Overall, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I was into it. Um I, I feel like under a different creative team, it, it could have been a little bit more strange like yeah. the book. It's, I mean, it's hard to translate the book to, um, you know, I thought it was, it was, and I said this last episode, it's very straightforward for the Umbrella Academy.
1: Although the things that they did end up changing, I think were an improvement Yes. Um plot-wise, but I do f- agree with you. I feel see like uh I think it I think they probably I feel like they just did it for cost purposes, but I think if it took place in the 70s that would have been way more interesting. Um, where I felt they needed to up the quirkiness and then there's also a thing where like I noticed a lot of scenes where um, Pogo was in were just he wasn't in a lot of them and I know that was just purely for because it was too expensive (laughs) to do it like to have him in every scene so those were things that kind of were like eh but and then the one final thing before we get to the gay part which I I love the gay the gay character and Klaus Klaus is great Um, the one problem is, and it's, and I'm not going to say this is because I know that she's a lesbian and that you can, and that people that are gay can't play straight characters, but I cannot, I just did not buy Ellen Page being attracted to a man at all. (laughs) (laughs) Where she's like, I love him. I'm like, nah, I don't buy it.
0: (laughs) Nah, I don't buy it. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that one of the takeaways is Ellen Page. You know, as as consistent as she is, um, was seen as one of the weaker points. Yeah, of the show. Yeah, number five and Klaus being, I think, the two high points. That kid is so good. That kid is great. I mean, he's really great. He's really, really, really
1: good. Great. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But there's a gay character in that. There's a so gay. Let's hone in on yeah. the.
0: But let's hone in first on the gay thing that happens. In Umbrella Academy with Klaus?
1: Uh, he ends up going back in time to the Vietnam War and falling in love with a soldier.
0: They have a relationship over a year and then the soldier is killed. Which is the thing
1: where then isn't the Vietnam War happening or how does, I can't remember how it happens in the book because they get someone gets sucked into the Vietnam War in, in the book yeah. too. But anyway, that was kind of sweet and romantic.
0: He was very sweet when he talked about him. That I, I really love the actor. Yeah, he played Klaus. He was great, just great.
1: Um, and I just like a real portrayal of a gay guy. You know, addicted to
0: drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some authenticity. <laughs>
1: Um, and then I'm going to bring up another gay thing, which, um, speaking of that, I saw an, I saw another movie, uh, called, uh, isn't it romantic? What is that? Oh, is that the the rebel Wilson where she wakes up in a romantic comedy? comedy. Well, it opens Well, the one thing that's funny and kind of the best, like the gay, the guy, the gay guy in it. Do you watch good place?
0: I love good place. Did you
1: see the season finale where there's like new people in the good place?
0: Yes. So
1: that, that evil, like that kind of bitchy gay guy that's in the good place. Yeah. Uh, he's the gay guy. He plays like the gay best friend, but in like the real world, she like sees like, he's the neighbor and he's like this straight, Acting drug dealer, so he's like, "Yeah, whatever. What's up?" And then, like, when it turns into the romantic comedy, he's like, "Hi! Oh my god!" (laughs) But it's so funny because she just makes fun of the idea of the gay best friend, where it's like, "How come he doesn't date? How come he doesn't have a job? Why is the gay best friends? They literally the only thing they do is care about her life." And he literally, she's just like, "Don't you need to go to your job? I don't have a job. What do you do? I'm helping you, but like, what do you do?" And, uh, he was really funny, but it did make me, uh, realize how, where the, like the gay best friend, like how that is like this weird trope and how it has come further. Like if you think of like the gay best friend in, uh, what's the, um, in, a Riverdale. Yes. Like he now has his own plot line and love story and everything.
0: Where Rupert is even called out in the first, um, in the first episode. Like I think Cheryl says something like, "The gay best friend. Are we still doing this?" So, yeah, yeah,
1: we- yeah exactly. Uh, for, b- back from where we started out with like Rupert Everett. Is Rupert Everett? Is that the first? Who's the first gay best friend?
0: It's uh, it's Rupert Everett. Yeah, yeah, from, yeah. My best friend's wedding. Uh, the one who changed it all. I feel was Titus from Kimmy Schmidt. Ooh. Titus was the first gay supporting character to the female lead who was allowed to be ugly, (laughs) be conventional, I'm sorry, not ugly, but um, not conventionally attractive, um, who could have his own love life. Yeah, and
1: I remember when I first watched the first episode, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna do this like stereotypical gay guy again." But by the second episode, I was like, "No, this is—he is so insane. <laughs> it's gone beyond him being gay. He's just fucking crazy." <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, the, there's just so much gay happening everywhere now. It seems like you just have to have a gay character to make a show better. And I think one of the in- most interesting turns of a gay character for me is this week's Magicians.
0: Oh, my God. What and I think...
1: Didn't uh, Miss Strain write this episode? I think Strain I saw...
0: served as executive story editor. Oh, okay, story editor. So
1: she decided what was going to fucking happen. <laughs> but, Fuck we, yeah. but we actually get a flashback in this episode... To uh, one of Brett and R's favorite episodes is when uh, Quentin and Elliot are searching for one of the keys, and they end up living a whole entire lifetime together in Fillery and become lovers years. for fifty years. And then at the end of the episode, they like touch. What do they do? How do they remember? They like touch the key or something, or they touch something happens where then they remember it all and they They just die
0: and the key comes out of the ground and when they touch it yeah
1: and so well this is after they get saved to not do that like when Margot like saves them and so then it but then all the memories come rushing back and then they just kind of like look at each other and are like oh and then that was it and then it just the next episode just went on to another plot and what they showed in this previous episode is what they talked about afterwards. And Quentin basically was like, we work. We should be together as a couple. Ah! Oh, my God.
0: What? Oh, my God. What, what a, like, when they revisited that moment and added the conversation we never knew about where Quentin says, why don't we give this a shot? Yeah. And Elliot. Ah, oh. Elliot. Says no.
1: I know, because he he's out. scared. He
0: was scared. He doesn't want to lose Quentin. So he doesn't want to risk anything. And he probably is afraid to be in a relationship with someone who loves him anyway, because it's Elliot and he's broken. Yeah. And it turns out... So Elliot is trapped inside of his own mind because the monster has possessed his body. Uh, So there's a door out he's told by another character in his head that there is a door out of there that he can sort of be free from the monster's possession but the door exists in his most repressed memory the thing he wants to think about the least so he goes through every bad memory he has cannot find a door and then realizes it's the moment with quentin
1: yeah wow and when he finally does get out of the door and to show them that he's alive, he goes to Quentin and basically like kind of reveals that moment and like hugs him and it's like, oh my god, they need to be They are in love. But it's beautiful. Then there's a whole thing with Alice. I'm questioning whether they're they're pushing so hard of them being so mean to her. That she's clearly going to redeem herself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, but when she redeems herself, which is clearly going to happen, who is Quentin going to choose? Elliot or Alice?
0: Part of the reason Elliot said no to Quentin is, and one of the excuses he came up with is, you're not traditionally gay. Yeah. So, I don't know.
1: Could you date a bisexual?
0: Yeah. Have you? I don't know.
1: (laughs) I did once, and it actually, uh, it was an adjustment. It's weird. It's weird. There was a time where I went out, we were out, and we were doing a karaoke night, And there was all these girls and it was just like a bunch of girls. And then he's like, and she's like, they were like, oh, gay guys, come hang out with us. And then they were like all these like scantily clad, pretty LA girls. And then they were all like rubbing up on him and being like, yay. Them thinking, oh, he's just a gay guy. But then I kind of saw him and then he's like, hey. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. He likes this. No, 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 we're on a date. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then it was hard to explain to the other girls, like, no, he, will f- he would fuck you, so stop doing that. It made things very complicated.
0: Yeah. I would be so worried, I feel. I think, like, I would live with just this constant worry that um, any bisexual I date actually prefers women over men slightly more. And so any kind of long-term...
1: That's not true
0: Would ultimately be with a woman that's, what I, that's the fear I would live with
1: Well I feel, I feel the problem is it's, 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 There's so many different permeations Because it's all on a spectrum So there's mostly gay people That are attracted to women But only want to date men And then there's like people that are right down the middle And then there's a lot of bi guys But they pass as straight So they just live their life as straight And then that's every easy. once in a while We'll let a guy blow them Or they go into gay porn
0: What a life. Ah, What
1: other gay things are happening?
0: Uh there's some gay things on Doom Patrol.
1: That is right. And I
0: Episode two dropped.
1: So I've been watching Doom Patrol and Magicians while taking baths. <laughs> so
0: I like get a oh, bubble yes. bath. Oh, so yes, I like weird yeah. suicide.
1: Yeah, I like so <laughs> yeah. Cause if I don't like what happens to the show, I just take the laptop, put it in the bathtub. And in the just, tub, And I just end it all. Um <laughs> But apparently I must have been like watching my junk or something I literally missed the five seconds Where Matt Bomer was making out With the other pilot guy oh,
0: it's, so it's so good
1: So, so when I watched I the second episode They show that in the like Previously audit I'm like whoa yeah. What the fuck did that happen Oh yeah Is he gay in the comic book No Huh
0: not that I know of.
1: So, uh, so then the, uh, yeah, so the, Matt Bomer is, uh, so what's his name again? Mr. Negative Man. Negative Man. Negative Man. Uh, Very so Negative man, man is a gay guy. I love it. Um, here's the thing with that I have a question that I didn't bring up last week. Why? Does no one get older? Why is there no aging?
0: On the show, these characters? Yeah. Well, Elastigirl, I mean, they all have some weird thing going on.
1: I can understand Elastigirl. Why would they? But why Why wouldn't Matt Bomer's character age? Like, if his body can't heal the scars, why... That means it's just, like, still a regular body. It's not immortal. Why wouldn't well, it? Age? Why wouldn't it age? Clear,
0: clearly, the energy being who he shares the body with.
1: Okay, why is uh uh the wheelchair guy? What's his name?
0: Oh, the I'm chief. Sure he Experimented. Why is
1: the chief not age? Why is, is Why is, is Crazy Jane not aging? Older? No, he looks exactly the she? same. That was from nineteen ninety four.
0: Conversation. I cannot. Fucking stand.
1: No, I think that's when you start a thing where. But okay, here's.
0: Who fucking cares? No, no,
1: no. Listen to this. Listen to this. It was 1994 when they got Brendan. When wrote what's the name? Robot Man. Yes. When Robot Man came in 1994, Timothy Dalton looks exactly the same. 25 years later, exactly the same. And then they're like, oh, Crazy Jane is back. And then they, she didn't know Robot Man. And then basically she hadn't been there since the 70s. And they're all acting like, oh, we just saw you. I'm like, bitch, she's been gone for 40 years.
0: Powers.
1: And why doesn't potions, she get older? I, I feel like wizard, it needs to wizard, be explained.
0: Wizard. Wizard.
1: But they did do a nice little fuck you like this isn't part of the DC movie universe.
0: How so? Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. So (laughs) five minutes into this show, Cyborg is already infinitely cooler than his movie. (laughs) Exactly. This show is the weird that Umbrella Academy is not.
1: Yeah, right?
0: Can we talk about exploding donkeys?
1: Can we talk about the
0: Grant Morrison reference? Who are you talking to? Oh, Grant Morrison fans, Reddit trolls with a DC subscription. Oh,
1: I do you had to understand. Rewind. I rewound that four I... times. Oh, I did too! I did too! I was <laughs> like, "You did not just do that!" That oh, was so good, so good.
0: There are so many. Umbrella Academy has moments where you smile. This is a laugh out loud show. Doom Patrol.
1: Well, I think this is one of the big problems with Netflix movies. Is I think they they don't uh, invest heavily in the production. I feel like they spend all their money and just trying to get all this shit out, and they really spend the money in getting the ideas and the writers. But unless you already have attached an amazing director, you know, like uh, Roma. Yeah, you're just gonna kind of get like it's kind of like just standard box cutter, like yeah. uh, direction yeah. and editing and like and scene design and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, box cutter. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Cookie. Cookie cutter. Well, box cutter in that uh, people
0: get their inside the box. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know how words work. I don't know sayings. Um. Anyway, uh, it's, it's so good. It's so good, and I love. I love uh, Mr. Nobody. Is it Mr. Nobody?
0: Yes. Oh, I love him so much. I love And in the comic, love him. he's great. They've really captured that character. And Alan Tudyk is so wonderful. There are just so many funny lines in this. Like, when Jane has that personality that can manifest metal out of thin air. Oh, I love that. And then Cyborg... And, like, she makes the words, like... What is it? You're fucked or whatever? Yeah. Uh, appear and, like, uses them as weapons, like blades. And then Cyborg says to Robot Man, you know, if the word fucked... Was over to the right by one inch, it would be in your brain right now. Like, it's, like,
1: it's so weird. Uh, I love it. Um, especially the fact that they're going in a donkey. They're getting farted out and, and thrown up out of donkeys.
0: Oh, I love it. Oh, it's great. It's great. Everybody get on Doom Patrol, please. Uh, there's more gay shit happening in comics, too. Where? What? How? Uh, may I talk about. Philovel and Moondragon in Guardians of the Galaxy? Are you reading that shit? I am. That's <laughs> a whole a, new team. I know.
1: I have a problem. I have tried reading all other. Like, I've tried reading that. I've tried reading Avengers. I've tried reading. I've tried as was like, I do expand it, and I just get bored and I'm like, I don't like it. I don't like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely read titles that I normally wouldn't read for this show who's Starting the team the galaxy who's is one the of team them. we have star lord groot um, the frank castle cosmic ghost rider uh, eventually we'll have nova uh, we've got moon dragon and Philovel. Um, who else who else who else surfer silver surfer will be on it um, where's gamora and others this? is gamora gone? gamora is on the run they're hunting gamora so she's still all a the bad shit guy she did. Yeah, and Star Lord is pretty traumatized. Um, he keeps reliving the moment where she him. She killed him. him.
1: Yeah. That's that sucks when your girlfriend kills you.
0: It does. Oh, Better Ray Bill is it, on the team. I never
1: got that. I never got him.
0: He's a horse. A Thor horse? He's a Thor he's a Thorse.
1: <laughs> uh what about uh are there any other original go- What about uh, Rocket Raccoon? Rocket Raccoon. No
0: one Nobody knows where Rocket is. It says that Drax is dead. So Drax died in Infinity. Well, he got like, split into his human counterpart. I don't know who cares? Uh, Gamora's on the run. Grax, Drax is dead. Star-Lord and Groot are on the team. And they say Rocket. They don't know where he is. Hmm.
1: What about the girl with the, the antennas? What's her name? I don't, she, was she
0: ever Mantis? Was she ever on the team in modern books? Yeah, maybe not. She was always just a cosmic character. I remember her when she was a West Coast Avenger. Thank you very much.:
1: Oh yeah. What about um so like what's like what, but who's the who's Moon Dragon? who's the girl that she's
0: fucking? Philo Vell she used to be a Captain Marvel. she used to be a quasar. I think now she goes by martyr.
1: But she's a, an
0: alternate universe. They both are,
1: but is there is her or is her counterpart dead in this universe?
0: Yeah, they're both dead and are. Do we still use six one six? I don't even know. I think we do. Yeah, I think we do. We should still. We should. Yeah. All right. Is it good? So they're gay. It's 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 okay. Um, Star Fox. Remember him? Yeah. He's taking a bit of a heel turn. He's kind of the villain, and he should be. He's rapey. Yeah, that's right.
1: Doesn't he kind of look like Arcade? Yeah. <laughs> like like with reddish hair. Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay.
0: A little bit, a little bit.
1: Um Is anything interesting happening? Uh there's like no. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, it's the Hunt for Gamora. It really hasn't taken off yet. Um They're still team building.
1: Oh. But like the
0: Shiar and Star Fox um are cast in kind of the like the antagonist role. They're kind of like a immoral version of the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's kind of like a bad team and a good team. I would like uh
1: what's her name? Cerise and the new uh and what's her name? Zandra, Zand- what's her the daughter oh, of Zandra. A- Zandra. Yeah, Zandra, I want them to like yeah. kind of sh- I think they should show up in all of
0: that. Me too. Shit. Uh, Speaking of them... Okay. Can we move on to... He's not gay, but he drives men and women alike crazy. The Amazing Nightcrawler. Because I want to talk about Kylan. <laughs> he's in it. <laughs> and Megan. And Megan. I associate them with Cerise. So I went here.
1: Naturally. Okay, sure. Let's do it.
0: So this whole Age of x Man thing... I'm calling it X-Men B-Fucking.
1: Yeah. That's the thing where I'm just like, um, if this many people are fucking just in these X-Books, how is this illegal? How is, it seems like everybody still wants to fuck.
0: Everybody's real, real horny. And, I mean, just imagine like around the world... I'm sure there's a lot of people having illegal sex.
1: Well, I also think I feel because they're so obsessed with hatching and like, like in this, you actually see like the idea that um, it was actually shamed upon the fact that the the cuckoos were the cuckoos were sisters. Like it was seen as like as like offensive. Yes.
0: And they're also, where of...
1: is the third one? Who knows? I want, is that like a a special plot point, or I wonder if that.
0: Maybe she'll be in Prisoner X.
1: Ooh. Because she was masturbating. Because which one was it? Was it Phoebe that's missing?
0: Uh, Yeah, Irma's in there, right? Irma and Celeste.
1: Yeah, Phoebe's the one that's always the one that's kind of off on her own, right?
0: Oh, Phoebe.
1: Oh, Phoebe. Phoebe,
0: You're such a a Sophie. Phoebes. Phoebe the Phoebe.
1: Um, um, yeah. But yeah,
0: Nightcrawler and Megan just boning at the end of the book. Just boning.
1: I will say my problem with this... Can you guess what my problem is with the comic? If um, I had a bone oh, with, to pick of something that's not accurate.
0: Oh, uh, what? I don't know. Megan. I'm like, that's not what? how Megan is. That's not how Megan is. Oh, I know, I know. Well, she Was she there in that splash page? Like, is that, like, yeah. really Megan? Okay. no i
1: think no yeah she showed up but then was captain britain there
0: i don't think so i think it was just uh, her Maybe. well we have to check it my
1: thing is the whole thing that's going on now is megan megan is like not smart <laughs> and she's super innocent and naive and here she's kind of like oh come on Nike, what are you talking about i'm like what who's that Yeah,
0: i mean they all have kind of have different personalities a little bit but th- this. i
1: just don't i just wish she wasn't made as smart
0: yeah i agree I agree. It's kind of like uh, the essence of the character for her to be naive.
1: Yeah, especially since now she has a kid that's an infant that can talk and is now smarter oh, than
0: her. Oh, I love them.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. There's another gay character in another comic.
0: What? Who? Shatter Where?
1: Shatterstar. Did you finish reading that? Shatterstar.
0: I did not finish, but talk to me about it. I don't care about being spoiled.
1: Um... Basically, it's uh the what's his name, the Jeff Goldblum character from Thor. Yeah, yeah. He's basically he finds that he feels that he's the best fighter, so he just wants to have like this show around him and he got his ex-girlfriend to kidnap him, and he ends up finding these alternate dimensions of all the different versions of Shatterstar. So it's just like a big kind of a uh, gladiator like a event of everyone watching him just fight himself. And because they're doing, uh, because they're doing, uh, different dimensions, he's able to use, he's able to access to different dimensions and the way he beats him. Uh, what's the guy's name again? The, not the games master Ga- game master. Um, the way he beat him is remember how there was that girl who came from our universe Oh, yeah, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically took him to our universe. And so he's like, nobody has powers here. So your power, you don't have powers. And he was able to kill him.
0: Oh, yeah. Just take him to our shitty place if you want to just murder somebody. But then here. a dimension
1: portal opens up and then who pulls him through?
0: Let me guess. Richter?
1: Yep. Yes. And Richter says that Shatterstar's powers, like when he uses his teleportation powers, it's because he's bending, he's like bending time and space and it forms sound waves. Like there's a sound signature when he does it. There's a
0: frequency. So he says,
1: and he just goes, I know what your frequency is, so I just had to search for it. And no matter where you are in the universe, I can find your frequency. So that's cute. It's a little creepy. I know. And then it's like,
0: um, I think we should just be friends. Um, I'm just going to change my frequency real quick. I'll be right back.
1: (laughs) So, and then that was that.
0: Oh my God. There's gays all over comics. I'm trying to think if there's anything gay about Tom Taylor's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man number three. Um, not really, except there's a lot of homoeroticism going on with that boomerang. Um, With, with who? His roommate.
1: Boomer, oh, right, right, billet. right, right. Always oh, walking was around topless.
0: Walking around in his underwear.
1: How's, uh, how, maybe Aunt May with her cancer will turn to lesbianism. Maybe. As, a, she'll find love. And then it turns out, you know, that she never really loved Uncle Ben. Because
0: she liked eating rug. I would love, love a lesbian Aunt May. Uh, so in Spider-Man number three, uh, he's taken by this old woman superhero and they they, they go to Under York, which is a, a version of New York that exists miles beneath the surface of the earth. So where the Morlocks are? Miles.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Like not feet. All right. No, it's New York City. It's like New York City on molten lava. Oh, it's like okay. in the core of the earth. Yeah, you know, I that know sounds you. sounds kind of dumb. Taylor. <laughs> Everything Tom Taylor does, you're like, I hate it. It's stupid. Um, yeah, it's, it's fun. Juan Cabal uh, is the artist, and his art is gorgeous. Yeah. So it's one of those books I'm like, I just like looking at it. Yeah. <sighs> Uncanny X-Men number 12. Let's talk about the bromance between Scott and Logan.
1: Hell yeah. I think it's this weird thing where I think Wolverine is kind of like, I think there's a moment that wasn't, in my mind, I I read more into it than I think the artist did, but when Scott just tells Point Blank to Logan, I was wrong about everything.
0: (laughs) I know, they're really making that clear.
1: Like, but the fact that he said that to Wolverine, because Wolverine left and like formed a whole new group, and sp- there was the schism, and the fact yep. that Scott owned up to all of that and was like, "I was wrong about everything, I think that's like really important of like why, like Wolverine, I think that's one of the reasons why Wolverine is okay with like going along with everything, because he, he knows that he was right all along.
0: And he kind of was right? We were on I, I'd argue, I mean, of course, there are Cyclops fans, there you know there are fans who are on Cyclops side of the argument, you know, we Well, be ready Cy- for war Cyclops was kids just for war,
1: but he was turning into Magneto because Magneto yeah. was never truly a bad guy, and, and so Black, yeah God. yeah.:
0: And Wolverine was sticking to the principles that the X-Men were founded on period period: yeah. That's the metric for who was right. Who was being more of the X-Man? And it was Logan.
1: Although, but Logan is rife with, uh, hypocrisies with the amount that he murders. Um, <laughs> yes. and with the fact, I still never understood the fact that, um, when, remember way back when, when, uh, Rachel was going to kill Celine. And then Wolverine yeah, oh yeah. stabbed yeah. Rachel and killed her so that she wouldn't kill the bad guy.
0: Yeah.
1: I never got that.
0: <laughs> well, I think I don't I think he like it was more to injure her, not kill her. Okay. Well, still. It's kind of fucked up. I don't care. So get it. it is fucked up.
1: But uh, um, who cares about Rachel? She's gone. She's dead. Anyway, um she and uh, Uncanny X-Men, they go to uh the one like prison camp
0: there's a lot to unpack here
1: and they're being attacked by sentinels but lo and behold the sentinels are actually all the new mutants:
0: It's the new mutants from the end of there
1: all with the with Run. warlock's uh, technovirus
0: It's from the end of Dead Souls
1: now are you sure and so I have a question. Are you sure it was Danny Moonstar in, the, in that Age of X book?
0: I know. It's weird. How is she know. in both? I don't know. Is there anyone else who's in both?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: think so. I don't think so.
1: But there's a death. This X-Men, these X-Men books, they're just fucking killing people off.
0: It's real bad right now. They fucking so, killed um,
1: off uh, Strong Guy.
0: Guido Caracella.
1: Now, do you think he's He's really dead since technically he was like rolling in hell? Will he just go back to hell?
0: Uh, He he
1: (laughs) just got his soul back. He just got his soul back.
0: I think he's dead. I think they are clearing some house with this run. Shit. Oh my god. So they find Guido, Danny, Karma, Ileana. Rain. the girl with the, uh, oh, Rain, oh, can we talk about the panel where you see Rain hugging Logan in the foreground? I loved that touch. Yeah. And Ileana's like, oh, hi, ex, hi, former boss, Scott. (laughs) Hi, hi miserable former boss from that miserable Bendis run. (laughs) But Rain, it's like, it's so funny, it's like Scott and Ileana... It's like, you know, they tried to do a good thing. They tried to help some kids. It was super weird, though. They're like, oh, hi, hi. Meanwhile, Wolfsbane and Logan were like, hey, remember when we murdered so many people? Let's hug it out. <laughs> remember those days? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they find um, some majorces, Who then just blow up. Uh, I like the... The fact that Ileana and Rain are shapeshifters, so the techno organic virus is not affecting
1: them as much? But then does that mean is Warlock dead?
0: I feel like Warlock is just inside his friends.
1: Um how does it end? Does it just end with them being like, okay, let's now we're all together. Well, they,
0: they get they get havoc. They find that havoc is the oh, battery. Oh right, havoc is the battery. Yep.
1: Uh, I love how He's just Guido. like he's like Scott. Oh God, am I dead?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It ends with uh, one them escaping. Wait, but does Havoc said Guido's body?
1: Wait, but they don't. Havoc is like, no, I'm gonna stay. But then they pull him and make him come. They pull right? him in.
0: Okay. Yeah, they make him come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it's great. One was Who never
1: was the- this evil before.
0: I know, right? We're finding out shit about them. Who? We're seeing their true colors.
1: And were you going to ask? Was that the bad guy at the end with the goatee? Was he like a,
0: a no, character I don't care from about before? Him. Oh, okay. He is, but I want to know who the green girl with the six eyes is. I feel like I should know who that is.
1: Oh, she was one of the people they pulled out.
0: Yeah, is she like? Is she like a Loa level I don't, character? I do not recognize
1: her, and I'm usually pretty good with all of that. I don't know. Hmm.
0: Okay.
1: But uh, I love where it's going. I love where it's going. Problem with it,
0: though? I really love it. The
1: main problem, where's the gay people?
0: Every other one has a gay gay character.
1: We need a gay character. Let's get some Um, Benjamin
0: Deeds. Let's get some Deeds. Um, You know, maybe we can count Ileana. Has she hasn't come out
1: Has she ever had a romance with anyone?
0: Has she ever been with a man? I can't oh, remember Iliana ever
1: I mean, can we get dark here? I think she was like raped by Belasco.
0: Oh, for sure yeah, yeah. No, not, she's yeah I she's think not,
1: that after that she's just like, well not doing not doing relationships yeah, not touching that. yeah, once a demon no, assaults you, you're like, I'm done. I'm done uh, yeah. Are there any other Marvel books? Oh, Return Uh, of Wolverine.
0: Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. I stopped reading because I think it's fucking awful.
1: Well, he still doesn't remember who he is. So I'm just like... Go go to hell. Well, he now remembers that he's a good guy. He, like, remembers things. But he doesn't have all of his memories back. So I'm just like, can this book catch up to wherever the fuck it is in Uncanny X-Men? Because I I know... Because guess what? The stakes aren't that high. Because first of all, like I know he's going to get his fucking memories back. So just fucking do it already. Because he has his fucking memories back in Uncanny. He basically gets called up and he goes to this spaceship... Like, it's a satellite spaceship where there's just a million of those now. Like, Magneto has one. Persephone, the bad guy, has one. Captain Marvel has one. It's like, how many fucking satellites? Didn't Sword? uh, Maybe that's the same spaceship. I don't know. Anyway, I'm done with it. They're up there. And so, you know what Persephone's powers are?
0: To raise the dead.
1: But not only raise the dead, she literally controls them and they do whatever she wants. So she's creating all the satellite feed that will send out this pulse that will instantly kill every human on the planet. And then she will take over all of them, and they will basically relive their lives. And so everyone on this spaceship are all the genius and smart people that she needs to help her that she doesn't want to be dead and still want to be their own people. And so these are all people that agreed to do this, and anyone that didn't agree to go along with her, she killed them. And uh, she's still always talking in like like a like a projection, like a hologram. So Wolverine can't really fight her. And Wolverine, she basically just sucks. She basically is like she's like, join me. And of course he's like, no. And she says something funny. She's like, you don't even remember your old life. She's like, why are you like why are you being like this? You don't remember anything. And, and he's like, she's like, the only thing you do remember is those people were your friends, and then you tried to kill them, and they'd never have you back. And he's like, well, still, I'm not going to let you murder everybody. So she just shoots him out of the spaceship into space, and he somehow pulls his way back onto the ship. And there's a funny line where the, and he sees all these doctors, and he's like, hi, um, you need to help me stop this Mass genocide. And they're all like, we can. And he's like, did you see how I just don't have a spacesuit on and I just crawled back in from space? He's like, I'm going to kill off you if you don't do what I say. That part was kind of funny. And so then uh, he stops the, the, the whole thing from happening by literally just crashing the whole entire satellite and murdering everyone on board, which I think she said it was the people and their families. So I think he just murdered a bunch of children as well. Um, and he, and so he, the whole thing crashes, and he comes out of the crash um, all burned up, and uh, and like that's where it, where it's left off there. So I'm just like this. Uh, stop. Like just get to where he joins the Uncanny X Men and end this.
0: I don't know what Charles Soul was going for with this whole thing. And I love Charles but the Soul. Entire thing is abysmal. And I-, I know, and he's great. The whole thing is abysmal. I yeah. want it to stop. Is this? Is it over? <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole
1: time. I'm hope cuz I thought stop. maybe oh this is the last one and this just leads
0: into but no. Just don't even if there's another one don't even release it. <laughs> cuz we don't care. We don't care.
1: We don't need continuity. Hello, Anole's arm.
0: We don't care. <sighs> I don't care if I don't have closure. I don't care if I'm left with an empty feeling like i am like i'm experiencing right now because right now i would love to talk about jessica jones purple daughter number Uh, two
1: i have to find it i need to find it and i need to read it i can't believe i didn't see
0: that it came out you are actually the second person um my friend steve was like wait i i I um, texted him a panel from it he was like wait when did this come out i was like it just came out he was like i don't see it you people need to get your heads around the digital only thing. It's digital only and people are missing it. I know. But when I look
1: up, I, I buy my comics based on, oh, I don't go to a comic book store. So I look up what are the new comic releases. And the thing I look apparently only doesn't list if something's being a fucking digital only.
0: Well, I've read it. This is the one with Emma Frost. Do you ah! have any questions you want to ask ah! me? I'm not going to talk about it uh, proactively, but if you want to know things, I'll give you vague answers. Okay,
1: first of all, is it the Emma we know and love?
0: Never have I felt... <laughs> like, this is the Emma Frost from New X-Men. This is, this is the Emma Frost from Grant Morrison.
1: Oh, my God. So,
0: The answer is a hard yes.
1: And uh, um, what else do I wanna know without giving something away? So is she, but is she, she is a hero, right? Yes. And is there... There's
0: there's one moment where she says something and Jessica's like, ah, there it is. <laughs> you know, it's, she's she's being heroic and she's being genuine. Of course, you know, it's Emma. She's going to have something up her sleeve, but it's so minor. Basically, Jessica's like, why are you helping me? And at the end of Emma's long explanation, she says, plus it's never a bad idea to have a PI in your pocket. And Jessica's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> Oh, my God. But her explanation before that is beautiful. I, I... Would you like to know if she makes a minor appearance or...
1: Is she she pretty big or is it just a minor
0: appearance? That I'm not going to answer. Ah. I'm not going to answer that. When you read it, you'll know why. Okay, fine. I will say it's done. So issue one was chapters one and two. This issue, issue two, is chapters three and four. I will have you know that I ended reading at chapter three thinking it was the end of the book. And then I saw, like, other panels online. I was like, wait, is this from a preview? And then I saw I had a whole second half of book to read. I was like, yes!
1: Oh, my God. I... It was
0: so... Let me give you a... Um, let me give you a, one moment of dialogue. I hate you. Sigh. Yes, everyone does. It's tiresome, really, as I'm bloody fantastic.
1: (laughs) I have to read... I can't find it anywhere. Uh, I
0: guess I'm just going to have to actually... Oh, here's another great one. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, Emma Frost says to Jessica... Jessica says, thank you for coming. You didn't have to. And Emma says, please... Your mind was a damn mess when I saw you. Rage and fear and pain coming off you like stink lines off a cartoon character. Jessica, you've seen a cartoon before? Emma, no. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's Kelly Thompson writing Emma Frost. (laughs) Like, come on. Oh, my God. It's really, really good. So, you know, in other Emma news, have you seen the cover of uncanny x-men number 18 that is making emma fans kind of freak the fuck out and not in a good way
1: um no oh is it the one with the the grave
0: no it's the one where she is in a giant chair and there is somebody next to her
1: was it which one is it 18
0: uncanny x-men 18 so six issues from now
1: um, okay, let me see if I can.
0: You're trying to look it up?
1: Yes. Oh, these are all old, uncanny X Men 18s.
0: 2019, come on.
1: No, I don't see it anywhere. Who is she in a chair with?
0: So she's sitting in a chair that is very Hellfire Clubbish. It's like a big, comfy leather chair. All in black is the Black King. To her right, kind of showing that they are aligned uh, is Mystique dressed all in white with a white riding crop as the white queen. So people are saying that Mystique is the white queen and they're also saying Emma would never trust her. Emma would never like her. Emma would hate her for what she did to Dazzler.
1: All I have to say is dark X-Men people. When's yeah. the dark X-Men? We, she, I, I, she can... She can. It all could be a ruse.
0: Why do people want this fucking milk toast, goody-goody, like, here I come to save the day version of Emma Frost. We know she's kind. We know she's compassionate. We know she helps people. She's also manipulative. She's also a power grabber, because she's no idiot. And she's also brilliant. And she's tactful. So, if she has mystique in her inner circle, pun intended. It's to keep an eye on the bitch. Is it's this? to keep the bitch close. It's to keep her under control. Is this
1: Will's Portasio
0: draw the cover? Oh, you found it?
1: Yeah. It looks like his signature and it looks like his art. Maybe. Wow. Um, But look at that, what's, but, ugh. But no, that's issue 17. Issue 18, there's a grave. Someone's gonna die. Oh, fuck. They can't kill her.
0: No, they're not. They're not. There's no way. Oh my God. There's no way. Who do you think's dead? So you're talking about the cover with Scott and Logan.
1: Yeah. And then they're over a grave. Oh, God.
0: So, Maybe, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Se- no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. 17 is the grave, 18 is Emma.
1: Oh, the one I'm looking at, they, whoever posted this has mixed it up.
0: Covers yeah. by Wills so,
1: Pertasio. I was right.
0: Yep. So CBR has this, in typical, horrible CBR fashion, has an article that's like, the cover of 17 is this grave thing, The cover of 18 is Emma Frost sitting in the chair as the new Black Queen. Go fuck yourself. It's the Black King, CBR, you misogynist pricks. (laughs) Uh, It would imply, if anything, it would imply that Frost may have something to do with the death of the unknown character. Like, okay, where'd you get that from? So basically you're implying that Emma Frost is a murderer... Because of two covers for which you have no context. I cannot fucking stand comicbookresources.com.
1: Um, unless you want to sponsor us. <laughs> In that case, we love you.
0: Oh, please. They have no money. <sighs> I can't stand them. They are bad for comics. They And I will say, you know, comics needs better journalism. No, it doesn't. Comics doesn't need journalism.
1: Oh, wait a minute. Someone just said something interesting. Someone just said this isn't the real cover. Do you know why?
0: Oh, uh, which one—the grave or Emma?
1: The one with Emma and Mystique. Why? Look at it. Look at the cover. What do you think's missing?
0: Someone on her left.
1: There's someone. There should be some. There's a huge blank spot of the other side. Yeah. There's another person in that, but they're yeah. all, they're put, keeping it
0: uh, in cahoots. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Who's your guess? Who's missing? Who's missing from that cover?
1: I'm trying... It's weird, because I feel like Magneto would be too obvious, and also they wouldn't hide him. So I almost and also, feel Magneto like... Magneto
0: is probably still trapped in Age of X-Men.
1: Yeah. So I feel like it almost, in a weird way, maybe it's... It needs to be someone, uh, a good guy, surprisingly, switching to the other side. Like, I would love it if it was, like, magic.
0: Yeah. Are we going to have male queens...
1: <sighs> um
0: North Star. There we go. It's North Star. Woo! <laughs> yeah, interesting, interesting, interesting. I wonder if this cover is doctored. Um, I think it that's, is that's some detective work. I think we I think we've got a new gay comic book detective case. Who is missing from the Uncanny 18 cover?
1: But I feel like we're not gonna know until it Don't. comes
0: out. Question the powers of the gay comic detectives
1: uh, Okay, alright You'll be like, how do your powers What do you do? You're like You go out and blow a bunch of guys and then it comes to you No pun intended
0: Hey First, the X-Men lose one of their own Then, the new black king Of the Hellfire Club makes a move I cannot believe they wrote that she is The black queen Go to heck Go to Hellfire
1: Ah. <sighs> Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with women being queens and men being kings.
0: But she's the black king. It's a significant change. But she's what, not the black queen. Well, what? But I, but what I'm just saying
1: is the queen of England, it's not if we suddenly called her, called Queen Elizabeth the king of England that she'd be better. You know what I mean? There's still her the top. She's the
0: black king.
1: But, but you're insinuating that being, having a male name means that you're better. That a queen is less than.
0: I'm just going for accuracy here.
1: And I hate to break it to you, but queens are always on top. Unless they're bottoms.
0: Unless they're bottoms.
1: (laughs) Um, I don't know. There's too many, there's too many possibilities. But, uh. I say it's
0: rain. It's totally rain. (laughs) Oh no. She's
1: like, hey, we found another father for you to eat. Let that fuck you up again.
0: This poison, father.
1: Uh, but gay stuff extended into into other comics as well. Into other branches oh, besides Marvel. Um, and that's where I'm going to end my... Because I'm not happy. Uh, ew, ew. Ew. I read a DC book. I read a few DC oh, books.
0: Ew. Tell me about them.
1: Well, we read Wonder Twins, and I was intrigued by this new Wonder imprint. Um, And I was like, I want to read the other ones. So I decided to read the new uh, Young Justice. Um, I think that's the point of this, is that it's written for a younger audience. This was written for like like seven-year-olds. Young Justice... And it's Brian Michael Bendis. I think it's the worst thing he's ever written in his life. It is awful. They're introducing new characters. Like, there's this, like... There's, an, there's someone called Teen Lantern. Teen Lantern, Brett. Not the Green Lantern. That's... Teen Lantern.
0: I don't like that.
1: It's dumb, and it got and every it's one of those where each character happens to be when like an attack happens like they all happen to be there at the same time and it's the supergirl who who's the cassie something the the uh who's the blonde supergirl or not supergirl yeah. wonder girl wonder girl
0: the oh blonde. yeah yeah the the non donna troy one
1: yeah there's her it's uh Drake, Tim Drake, but as Robin. But I thought he was Red Robin now, but apparently he's just Robin again. Teen Lantern, some Texas gun-toting girl, and who's like, who are you? Who cares? And then there's like a there's a guy named Impulse that's like a new Kid Flash.
0: Yeah, Impulse. He's an old character.
1: And uh, I, I, it it just was stupid. And, like, the the bad guys were, were, like, from a planet of, like, and they were, like, all different gemstones, which is, like, that that other TV show. It's, like, ripping off, what's that? Uh, Steven Universe? Steven Universe. And so, I don't know. And I was just, like, this is awful. And I hated it so much. And then I was, like, why are they doing this when there's Teen Titans? Like, why are we, like, there? you already have this teen book. So then I was, like, but aren't, so then I go to Teen Titans. Did you know Teen Titans was t- completely rebooted with all new characters? Ew! the only character left is uh Robin uh D- Damien Damien Wayne
0: is the gay one on it? What's his name? The purple and pink guy with like the big energy fists? No I'm so sure. I'm <sighs> not sure the gay character has a big fist. No,
1: but that does have a new lesbian character. It's Lobo's daughter is named Crush, and she's a big old dyke.
0: Love it.
1: And actually that one I was reading it there's some like 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 a sorceress who's like 4000 years old, but she's called the 4000-year-old teenager.
0: And oh my god, it's like a, just
1: like a gay man. <laughs> So I'm not sure how that works. I'm thinking maybe she's like a genie in a bottle. So she's like in suspension for a long time. So she's still a teenager and like a lot of time passes where she's like not active. But anyway, she's in love with Damien, but the lesbian is in love with her. And then there's a new Asian character called Roundhouse who can turn into a ball. He basically Just. can turn... Have, do you ever play, um, uh, what's it... Do you ever play Outwatch? Wait, no. What is it called? Uh,
0: Overwatch?
1: Overwatch. I can't think of words anymore. Have you played Overwatch? No. Well, there's a character that's a hamster, and he's like in this ball <laughs> that can roll around and run over people. Basically, this character is that. And uh, when I read the Teen Titans, though, even though I was like, ew, it's all these other characters... Everybody is in love with another person throughout the whole group, <laughs> so no one likes each other. It's all like I like you, but he likes her, and then she so likes you. All unrequited. Her. And so I was, I was all there for it. So Teen Titans, I give uh, an ew ew, and then Young Justice, I give an ew 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 ew, and then I also read Naomi, and that's pretty stupid too.
0: Oh. Not feeling the Wonder Comics imprint. I'm no, up. it can suck my dick. Oh, no, it can suck a dick. Did you read a DC comic? No.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then we're done. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 well, that was a good show.
0: Uh, really quick, really quick, um, go down your Oscar picks really quick.
1: Um, oh I'm scared I feel like I'm almost gonna jinx it I kind of at this point I'm kind of over like I want the favorite to win but I know it's not so then I'm like fuck it give it to Black Panther oh cool just fucking give it to Black Panther because I fucking don't want Green Book to get it and then I think I think the guy from Bohemian Rhapsody is gonna win I think Glenn Close is gonna win I think Regina King is gonna win and supporting actor I think uh, Mahershala is gonna win for Green Book
0: Okay, um I agree with your supportings, although I would love to see Richard E. Grant win for Best Supporting Actor. I just watched "Can You Forgive me?" and I thought he was amazing. He just won um, the Independent
1: Spirit Award.:
0: Yep, saw that. Um, best actor and actress uh, here's my risky call. I'm sa- I think they're going to give it to Bradley cooper for Best Actress. <laughs> For Best Actress, and Glenn Close is going to not ever get an Oscar, ever. Uh, no, Glenn Close for Best Actress, Bradley Cooper for Best Actor. I'm going to say the Alfonso Cuaron for Best Director. I'm going to say, and my Best Picture affects my screenplays. Screenplay, I think, is going to be the favorite, and Can You Ever Forgive Me? Because I
1: think... I think Black Klansman will win, and that's going to be Spike Lee's win. Not only because I'm friends with uh, the, uh, one of the other writers of that.
0: Well, I think Black is gonna win best picture. You think Black Klansman's gonna win best picture? I do. No. I do.
1: Okay. I mean you're wrong. You heard it here first. Well, I mean I know I'm wrong. I not I'm not wrong. and not that it doesn't deserve it or anything, but just uh it just doesn't have the buzz of a best picture win. We'll see. There's never been like An upset, crazy surprise of a Best Picture. There's usually always, like, it's between these two and, like, one of those two wins.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would love to see Black Klansman. I think it's the most important movie out of all of them.
1: Well, there you go. You heard it here
0: first. And there it is, folks. You heard it here first, but you'll hear it well after the Oscar winners are actually announced, so...
1: I told you the guy I did an improv show with the guy that wrote Black Klansman, right?
0: <laughs> that's amazing.
1: Uh he took an improv class with my boyfriend, and then he was like, Yeah, I just had like a screenplay, it just got bought, and I'm like excited about it. I was like, oh my god, that's great. And then like, <laughs> and then, like a Boy. year in, and then like a year, I'm just like, oh my god, he like, oh that's like so awesome. Like someone making it. And then it's like, no, not only did you make it, you fucking owned the you now fucking own the whole town. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because then I was like, wait, this was the movie he wrote? Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway. Comics. Anyway. Gays. Here
0: come the Oscars. We're very excited. We're very gay. And remember, if you read comics, well, then that makes you queer. An Oscar winner. And queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm.